Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Comedy Film Nerds Podcast, episode 364, halfway to 728. It's pretty exciting. You know, we passed $500 on Patreon already for a couple of weeks. You guys have been awesome on the Patreon. Thank you. Every day, more patrons come on board. That's awesome. uh, Yeah, let's keep that trend going. (laughs) Well, first of all, I'm Graham Elwood. And I'm Chris Mancini, and this is the Comedy Film Nerds Podcast. We'll be talking about lots of films today, including... I don't feel at home in this world anymore. Train spotting too, and uh, give me danger. Uh, give me danger. Give me danger. Not give me. Give me. Give me. Give me danger. Give me. Please give me, please give me some, some danger. danger. Would you, with all and, kindest requests? And then, you... may, and then, may I sleep with it? <laughs> um, well, let's. We have a. We have a couple of sponsors. Let's do our we first do. one. Hello Fresh. Hello Fresh, ladies and gentlemen. Hello Fresh is a meal delivery service uh, with lots and lots of choices. There's the regular package. You get the family package and. And also, you can do a vegetarian option. For There's a hippie like box bread. you can have yeah, sent to you your can, house. You can get a hippie box. It gets delivered right to your door every single week. You could pick how many meals you want. I think it's up uh, between like three and five. And uh, it's all fresh ingredients. It's really good. The thing I like about it, they basically do really uh, detailed shopping for you. Yes. Like they'll send you just like a little thing of parsley and a thing of little like packet of honey and all this stuff that like. So you're not wasting anything. You're not either. wasting anything. You're not like, oh, what am I going to do with this giant? Why am I buying a whole bushel of clove or whatever you might? I don't know how clove yeah, shows no, up. Yeah, no, it comes in bushels. It comes yeah, that's the giant, only way like you could buy cloves. A peck of cloves. Yes. <laughs> That's the only way supermarket. You know, the clove lobby is very strong in this country. Yeah, they are. They're controlling everything. Yeah, uh, bushels are nothing. So Hashtag it is a farm. Clove bushel. It's a, <laughs> <laughs> it is a farm to box company because they want everyone to have access to fresh ingredients that inspire great meals. And also, they're really healthy, too. Especially if you have a family, it's harder to cook uh, healthier meals. Uh, so it's really helpful. I, I always say if you don't have the time to do the shopping for a really cool, fresh meal this is the best for you like they'll definitely they just send it the most of the meals cook in about 30 to 40 minutes yeah and it's they do all the work for you so it's it's a way of eating like fresh and healthy without having if you don't have the time to go to the store or the market or whatever yes and you're not going to pay full price no. not on this show no. come on Stop 30 dollars off your first week of hellofresh visit hellofresh.com and enter comedy film nerds 30 so remember, go to HelloFresh.com and enter Comedy Film Nerds 30 for $30 off your first week. Speaking of fresh meals delivered to your house, let's introduce our guest. Let's do it. Uh, finally. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. Had to sit through that. Yeah. We do. We do those too. We do not we don't have that delivery service on our podcast, but I think You have podcast, a competitor? I think I think there's a lot of delivery services for podcasts because it's all shut-ins, right? Who just yeah, it's all, it's all agoraphobic. You're, you're like you're like yeah, you're a you're yeah. a busy you got you're yeah. a busy mom. No, just yeah. a shut-in. You're so. a shut-in. <laughs> you know, we want a loot blind, crate. maybe crippled yeah. loot yeah. crate with food. That's all. Yeah, we're, that's what we're looking at. You're in yeah. a bunker of some mm-hmm. type. You don't like seeing yeah. fresh air. Yep, we yeah. get it. You're a vampire. The sun burns your skin. You're a four chan guy. Yeah, yeah. This is for you. Yeah. So. I'll pull the headphones off. 
Sorry, our producer is making this weird gesture. It's I like, wear them. I thought he was wanting to put a condom on top of this uh, or a raincoat of, of sorts. I don't like wearing the headphones. Our guests like them. I yeah, like know. Them. They like them. I love yeah. it. Hey, do our guests have names? Nope. Um, not yet. Nope. nope. Good. We're going to keep it that way. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, first-time guests yeah. and uh, multi-talented artists, writers, comedians, podcasters. There's like 12 uh, guests. Yes. There's <laughs> 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 a school bus of people. Yes. Uh, Dino Stamatopoulos and Leah Tishon. Hi. How'd I didn't I do? know it was Tishon for all these years. I've known you eight, eight years? Yeah. Uh, and I thought eight it was Tishioni. It's something Italian, just like you're something Greek. Like you just figure yeah, it out. Yeah, but you always get it right. I go on podcasts and I uh, and I and I say your name, and you never correct me. But there's a dispute within my own family how to pronounce. Oh, really? Nobody cares. So I may be right. You could be. Yeah, according to my uncle Paul, you're right. Oh, well, yeah. That's the most stereotypical thing about my Italian uncle Paulie thinks. Yeah, you know. It's going to go to arbitration eventually. How how thin does he does he cut his garlic? This is Gabagool. Yeah. This Gabagool's real thin. <laughs> With We're, a razor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It you could read a newspaper fantastic. through it. <laughs> so you guys, uh, let's what is let's talk about their book. Let's talk about the book. Yes, this is Trent. This is a light tragedy with music. What I love about this. Um, graphic novel is that it comes with a soundtrack. That's right. So tell us about the graphic novel and the soundtrack that you get with it. Well, I uh, I wrote the story as a play uh, about 25 years ago, mm-hmm. and I run out of ideas, so decided to make a graphic novel out of it, <laughs> and met Leah through uh, Louis C.K. Actually, oh. yeah. yeah. And uh, he said, I know this great artist, and sh- she could do uh, the artwork, and it all worked out. I didn't pay her anything. She just did it for free, just <laughs> wow. used her. That's and great. it's beautiful. And abused. And uh, so it was a musical, and, uh, and you, could, you could download the music for free, whether you buy the graphic novel or not. Oh, that's cool. So if you buy the graphic novel, then you recommend getting them. So, like, you listen to the, theme, the music as you're reading it? Yeah. The, uh, the whole... Uh, graphic novel, most of it's in black and white, and then when the songs start, they start singing within the song in in the graphic novel, and then it turns into color images, and that's that's when you uh, hit play. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. And so, where would it's people buy this? Uh, Trentmusical.com. Is yeah. That the, yeah. That's where the that's where the soundtrack is. So you can actually listen to the music without buying the book. You wouldn't. And you then don't there's a do link that, to buying the book on there. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that would be odd cool. to just hear the music and be like, I don't quite know what's going yeah. on. Yeah, it's so much better, prettier with the, I mean, the images I drew. I'm a little yeah, biased, right. but you know. Yeah. So but but we charge for the images. We don't charge for my shitty music. <laughs> <laughs> As well that should be the case. We can, we can swear on there, right? <laughs> yes, Ooh. we can. Let me just say this too, Dino. I've been a fan for a while, and I, one of my favorite things that you've worked on was Moral Oral on oh, Adult Swim. Uh, Jay Johnston and I go back a, a long Oh, really? Ways, you know Jay? The, yeah. yeah. But uh, I remember just growing up watching like Gumby and all of those claymation shows, and yeah. I thought Moral Oral was so brilliant every single episode. Oh, I thanks. Thought I thought great. you were going to say you grew up watching Moral Oral, because I get that now. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, so old. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. Fantastic. Well, so, thanks. Right. So what do we want to talk about? Which movie? Uh, I got to talk about Train Spotting. Let's talk about Train Spotting 2. All right. I saw Train Spotting 2. Now, this movie has an $18 million budget. Uh, really? It's literally. Uh, it says it right there. It's right. 
Why are you I so just, surprised? I, I, know, I still can't believe it. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot of heroin. That's a lot of heroin money. Uh, I'd love to know what the budget was on the first train spotting. So it's literally the last time Danny Boyle. I'm going to guess not 18. Not 18. No, I, I put it in the five range <laughs> at best. Well, $18 million back then, too, was probably like $50 million now, right? What is that? Or, Some... uh, Sure. Maybe not that. <laughs> but this is the movie that like came like eighteen eighteen million dollars back then. W- it was probably would... like 20, 20, 30. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I have a, I have a converter on my phone. <laughs> yeah. I watch a lot of like old um, pre what uh, uh, pre code movies, and they'll go ten dollars. What do I look like a millionaire? And I look it up, and I'm like, oh, ten dollars means one hundred and thirty dollars. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. That's well, an that's app. Good to know. Yeah, I have an app. Um. So, sorry. Fantastic story. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's, that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's hear your boring shit about like, how much the budget was. Yeah, I know. It's, like it's a movie show. Um, so, the thing about this is, I really like the first train spotting film, and they put some, like, it's cool because the characters have flashbacks, mm-hmm. and they uh, flashback. They just use the first movie. For the first movie, which yeah. was kind of cool. And so again, not justifying the eighteen million. <laughs> if they're how much are they flashing back to the first uh, movie? Oh, that's true. I yeah. don't know. I mean, not a lot. It's it's mostly they... like 40, 50 minutes. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Do you guys not want to talk about movies? We can just talk about what dumb bullshit you assholes did today. We can call it the comedy fuckheads. Uh, you know what they should do with the first movie? They should put flash ups in that one. <laughs> These are great concepts, guys. <laughs> this is fantastic. Uh, yeah, so it's it's um, it was I don't know like it's 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 not it's okay. It's thirty minutes. It's twenty five to thirty minutes too long, and it, it just sort of there, there's some cool moments in it and all these characters. What they're doing twenty years later is interesting. Is it kind of like a catch up movie where it's like, all right, here's what these characters are. Here's what the, what they're doing now, and now we're gonna flash back to what they were like in case you forgot about. What they were like in the first movie? No, I, no, they don't. They're not doing that. They're not trying. They, yeah, they don't spend the full first act doing with all this dumb oh, exposition good. dialogue. Okay, like, they just basically kind of assume you know who they are. Mm-hmm. But if you hadn't seen the first one, I think you could. You would just. They kind of bring the history up on this right. pretty pretty easily. Like, okay. like, like you could kind of catch up what's going on. All these guys all knew each other twenty years ago, and this guy bailed on a. Mm-hmm. He owes the money, and they're mad. Right. Um, so, and it. That's sort of, weird. That happens with junkies. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird that junkies would yeah. steal. Uh, but it's it, there's some. I mean, if you're a huge fan of the first one, you're probably gonna like this. Oh, very. And cool. but again, it's it's there were just parts that were really, really slow. Mm-hmm. It got, it got kind of old. Were I you think. a huge fan of the first one? Yeah, I did. I, I and it, but I haven't seen it in a long time, so I'm wondering. Would what, help? Would it help if you were on heroin while you were watching it? Yeah, I would recommend doing heroin. Yeah. Like I should have done some before this. I did heroin once. I didn't like it. Yeah, it seems weird. <laughs> yeah. What didn't you like about it? It made me feel like I had a cold. Like I got all stuffed up. Are really? you sure that was yeah. heroin? <laughs> yeah, because yeah. the girl I was doing with maybe that was really just ice cream. She liked it. Yeah. Yeah. So what is that? Well, like, what is the rush from heroin? Like, what is it? It just, I, I don't know. I don't think it hit me right. Yeah. So I'm the wrong guy to to tell you. You're that was not a bunk H. It wasn't very good H. I don't know. I mean, she loved it. She loved it so much she fell asleep. Oh, that's that's just like yeah, it's just like a sedative. That's what it. I'm so, you know, I'm sure she's supposed to feel good, 
Right. It's got to be more than that. It's so addictive. I thought it would be like, oh man, it's the most amazing. Oh. A thousand. I did it like a year ago. I haven't even had an itch to do it. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, well, they don't they describe it in tr- the first train spotting that it's a, like a thousand orgasms right. times yeah. a, a million. See, I've had a thousand orgasms, and it was nothing yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get a cold. No. Yeah, yeah. No, it cures everything, a thousand yeah. orgasms. Clear nasal Clean, cleans, Yeah, cleans yeah. out your nasal feathers. I was going to say that. So, um, yeah. so, so it's like, okay. It's okay. It's like yeah. something like, I wouldn't rush out to see it. I mm-hmm. would say, I mean, you know, uh, the, you know, Begbie... All the characters do their fun stuff. Uh, it's sort of, well, they're fun, sort of Beggy's <laughs> violent, psychopathic, uh, yeah. criminal behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, that you enjoyed from the first one. you enjoyed. It's a, it's a calling back. So um, I thought from the trailer, everyone looked similar. Like, I, I knew who everyone was. They yeah. aged well, right? Yeah, I think they I, get, I guess heroin does that to you, too. Heroin <laughs> gives you lean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I think they, like... It, they did all age well, and they did all. The, the Danny Boyle did a decent job of saying, if these guys actually existed in Edinburgh, here's probably what they'd be doing 20 years later. Mm-hmm. And one of them is still trying to kick and can't. One of them got clean. One of them is on coke, and like it's it's sort of it it felt kind of authentic. And also when Ian McGregor comes back to Edinburgh, he kind of you know sh- subtly shows the. How I guess, I don't know this, I've never been there, but how in the last 20 years, Edinburgh's been highly gentrified. Mm-hmm. And it's, he's just like, you know, Aaron McGregor's character has been in uh, Amsterdam for the last 20 years. And he's like taking the train in from the airport. And he's just like, holy shit. Mm. You know, he gets off the plane and there's these girls in like, um, like kilts basically going, welcome to Edinburgh. And they're handing out maps. And he's like, excuse me, where are you from? She's like, Slovenia. And he's <laughs> like, what the hell's going on? Well. So... Because that was a big part of the first one was, you know, he did that whole speech. It sucks being Scottish. Edinburgh's a shithole. It's shite being Scottish. We're the lowest of the law. (laughs) (laughs) It's that. So it was sort of interesting to see and, and like, who has benefited from gentrification and who hasn't. So there's a little bit of commentary in there. Have they all become Facebook friends? I hope so. (laughs) I hope so. He, He makes this great rant that's in the trailer, but it's one of those things that's sort of one of the highlights of the film. So I don't know. It's like, it, I would say if this movie sort of comes across your path, check it out, but like mm-hmm. rush out to go see it. I don't uh, know. Maybe wait. Yeah, maybe wait. Okay. Maybe wait. All right, let's uh, let our guests go next with uh, Gimme Danger, the Iggy Pop documentary. What yeah, I forced this one this? on Leah. I don't think she really wanted to see it, did you? No, I, well, I did. I, I've always been admiring um, his sinewy build, and I yeah. wanted to know more about him. I didn't He's as old as George W. Bush. Can you believe Is that? He really? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Oh. Exactly, exactly the same age. I mean, probably not the same birthday, but like the same age. Wow. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Just he's as doing good. He's doing good. He seems, you know, still jumping off stages. No way. He's so he's still is this he's still is touring. It, is it So the movie does it cover like his whole life? No, it doesn't, but it shows uh uh it's mostly about the Stooges, but he got to back together with the Stooges a couple of years ago. So, yeah. That's As of then, he was jumping off stages. Yeah. Now, does it, is it do that thing where, is it the type of documentary where I need to be a real big Iggy Pop fan to watch it, or would I just find it engaging because it's an interesting story about? I wasn't a big Iggy Pop fan, so I, I, I mean, I only. It's funny that you did Train Spotting because he had a big song on that on the mm-hmm. soundtrack, mm-hmm. and only that song and one other song that I really liked. Actually, that song on the soundtrack. Uh, 
is it's less for life, right? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, he does uh, the guys playing drums and bass on that are the Sales brothers, who are Soupy Sales' sons. Oh. And one of the things that was a little disappointing about the documentary is he um, early on he says he talked about who his influences were, and one of them was Soupy Sales, right? <laughs> And I thought, all right, they're going to set up the Sales Brothers. They never mentioned the Sales Brothers. Actually. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's weird. Okay. So he really, he really loved Soupy Sales. I That's mean, they it. didn't even force Soupy Sales in there to get to the Sales Brothers. I would have been all over. I worked with Soupy Sales. You did at oh, Crackers really? Comedy Club in Indianapolis in 1993. Wow! Wow! I have a photo with him. Wow! <laughs> has he passed away? I think he has. Yeah. 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 yeah he passed away several years ago. Because when that happened, then somebody posted this photo that I had posted years ago of me and Soupy Sales. Mm. Great story. Yeah. <laughs> now you're making so, fun of your stories. I know. Yeah. My story. Yeah. Stick to mine. <laughs> so now the documentary, as it um, it, it kind of concentrates on uh, just the reunion of him getting back together. It, it concentrates on the Stooges' career and how mm-hmm. they first got together. Okay. And then, you know. Were there uh, any, like, revelations, like, insights? Like, oh, I didn't know that about, like, Iggy Pop. Um, they lived in a house communally, and they... Like yeah. the whole band, they would like uh, when they would write a song, they would share uh, authorship with everyone equally, and they'd eat oh, wow. the same food. And they like whenever they made money, they split it equally, like among everybody in yeah. the house. I yeah, he, he cool. called himself themselves like true communists. Yeah. You know? So a little uh, different than George Bush. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> in in mostly mean. every way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I was surprised he was into soupy sales, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things I knew, but. Uh, I like that it, they reiterated it. Is his biggest like musical influence was a factory where mm-hmm. they just tore like sheet metal, and <laughs> he just loved that sound, you know, in Detroit. You know, like like there was a there. I think there was like some kind of machine that pounded sheet metal and made this. For he's cars. Like, yeah, he's like that's the sound I wanted. Like, Did they focus uh, a lot on that sort of the Detroit? How Detroit growing yeah. up or influenced their sound? And yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, and how they became squatters and you know just <laughs> oh, like wow. he's yeah. like yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, they moved it down to Ann Arbor, and that was like yeah. a hub for people traveling from New York to L.A. And they would stop in Ann Arbor, and that was like a whole burgeoning music scene. Oh wow! Yeah, but he they didn't he didn't want to be associated with punk or anything. He was just he's even said in the theater he's like I just want I don't want to be alternative I don't want to be punk I just want to be me. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what he said. So yeah, that's he's cool. a cool guy. I met him, you know. Oh. Uh, I wrote a uh, before uh, Moral Oral started. Mm-hmm. I wrote uh, a script that became one of the episodes in Moral Oral, but it was called Iggy because I had just seen him in uh, it was a sitcom that I wrote for him. Like with like a three camera in front of an audience sitcom where he plays a twelve year old boy like uh, leave really? it to Beaver yeah <laughs> and because uh, I had just seen him in concert and he was jumping around like a twelve year old boy and I thought oh that would be cool just to cast him as a twelve year old boy yeah mm-hmm. in, in a show you know like he puts on fake mustaches tries to get into bars and stuff like that <laughs> but everyone sees him as a twelve year old boy and I I met him at Life Cafe in New York and he had a lot of great stories but. When I started talking about the um, the pilot, his mind wandered, and I'm like, now Iggy, you know, pay attention. <laughs> and he's like, sorry, man, there's pussy everywhere around here. <laughs> <laughs> just like just looking at women. <laughs> he was a cool guy. Well, that's wow. like George Bush. Yeah. George Bush is clearly. He, he did a little more bit of like TV. Trump, I think. Because yeah. <laughs> he did some TV and movie work too, Iggy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember the most surprising thing I saw him in was as a parent in the Adventures of Pete and Pete. Yeah, he was a Pete and Pete. Yeah. He was the 
dad. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This was he did this. He did this after because like he's like, yeah, I don't think I want to do TV. And I was like, all right. And then yeah, then he did Pete and Pete. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's cool. It was directed by Jim Jarmusch. So yeah. did you? Did that? influence or affect you like do you have a distinct opinion about Jim Jarmusch as a director and did you bring that into watching this or were you just sort of like I, I, I thought it would make it interesting I always respected Jarmusch mm-hmm. you know um, you know I liked uh, one of my earliest you know the movies the earliest movies that I know is uh, um, now I can't remember the name <laughs> uh, 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 come on his first movie uh, Which slacker? No, or no, that's no, no. Permanent vacation? No, uh, stranger than stranger, stranger than paradise. paradise. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and I hadn't seen it in in years, and I just watched it again, and it still holds up. But um, and then I I had just seen uh, his vampire movie. Have you seen that? What? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna have a problem with this one too. It was I think it was called uh, the last the f- last lovers left uh, the only lovers left alive something like that. Um, Jim Jarmusch vampire movie. I think I don't know if that's the one. The only, only lovers left alive. Yeah, hmm. was that it's Jim really Jarmusch? great. Yeah, they came out twenty thirteen. Okay, yeah. I don't know too much about his style at all. Is it because this was a very this documentary was kind of like a collage? It felt like I don't think you saw his style too much in it. Okay, really, he has you know? a distinct style with a yeah. script with a narrative film. Yeah, but, like I don't know how many docs he's done. He must have been a huge okay. fan of. Yeah. So Leah, did you bring any sort of like pre-existing thing to like? Just like I have, I want to. I didn't know too much about the whole anything. No, I just I always remembered him being associated with CBGB in New York, which mm-hmm. is like you know the punk all the mm-hmm. Ramones were, and mm-hmm. but I didn't know that Stooges were the major influence of all that whole movement. Yeah. I didn't know. I thought they were just in there somewhere. Oh, one, one, yeah. One of the funniest moments was um, uh, one of the brothers uh, in the Stooges called one of the Ashton brothers. I think it was Ron. Called Mo Howard up to ask him if he could use the name the Stooges, <laughs> and really? uh, yeah, and Mo just said, "I don't care what the fuck you call your band, just don't call it the Three Stooges." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because originally they fair were, enough. They called it the Psy- the psychedelic Stooges. Yeah, that's, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, psychedelic Stooges. That, that's great that he called him and asked. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and that Mo was a dick. That yeah, Mo Howard yeah. was just old you and ask, bitter. Yeah, yeah, as opposed per- to the Mo. You want we permission? Know. You ask Mo. Fun loving. <laughs> Sweet, no. <laughs> sweet, sweet great, Mo. Great hair. <laughs> well, so what I, did you see, Chris? I saw. Don't uh, I don't feel at home in this world anymore. And this is a, a movie that won the grand won the grand jury prize at Sundance in 2017, and um, um, Netflix picked it up. And this is a, a really interesting movie in the sense that this is the reason like independent movies are made. Like no studio would greenlight this movie. It's basically about a, a girl who. Uh, her place gets broken into and she loses her laptop and uh, her china and she's kind of, the police don't help her, so she's kind of on a quest to find who took her shit. So the stakes are very low (laughs) in this movie. Uh, The world's not trying to be saved from aliens or anything like that. This is a character piece. I love movies. And and it's, it's so well cast. Like Elijah Wood is the most famous person in the movie. But even he, like like with actors and actresses that you wouldn't necessarily recognize, even he like just looks like a weirdo and a character. Like mm-hmm. throughout, like you don't you, you say, oh yeah, I think that's Elijah Wood, but it doesn't ruin it for you with him surrounded by uh, lesser known actors and actresses. Um, it, it's kind of an everyman tale with this 
woman and you just feel so bad for her because it sets up where this is like the every woman. This could have happened to anyone being broken into. And also you see that she's leading kind of like a sad put upon life. And one of the um, turning points in the film, and this is not really a spoiler, is she's like, like people are asking her, like, what, even if you find who took your stuff, what, what then? And she can't even really answer. She's just, all this frustration comes out, and she's like, I just want people to stop being assholes. Really. <laughs> That's just kind of what, you know, what the yeah. theme of the film is. But then as the movie progresses, um, you know, there's a couple twists and turns. The one thing it does suffer from is that uh, what a lot of uh, first-time, I think this is also a first-time director, mm-hmm. um, uh, Macon Blair, who used his experience of having his apartment broken into and his laptop stolen, uh, it's his directorial debut. It has a tonal issue. Like, it's a weird, funny, quirky movie. But then it's like it gets into, like, all right, violent thriller at, mm. at, at some point. I'm like, well, now, which, which, what are you gonna, which is it going to be? You, you kind of have to go one way or the other. Right. Um, if you, you have, like... A, do you think that's a recurring... Like, that happens more frequently with a first-time director doing an indie film? Absolutely, because what happens is you don't... Um, you don't have that experience of many features under your belt to keep the tone all the way through. Now, you could have a movie, like, like a good example is True Romance, if you remember that, mm-hmm. the, when Quentin Tarantino wrote yeah. that film. That had, you know, all this weird quirkiness to it, but it was also like a, a, a violent thriller. Where, But it never went one way or the other where you're like, oh, that doesn't belong in this film. That's too funny or that's too violent. Like you believed the entire thing that happened throughout in this movie, it was a little bit like too high or too low at a couple of points tonally, but it's a small, uh, it's a small critique. Really, well, how do you I mean, how do you movie... feel about the other Tarantino written movie, <clears throat> the that the vampire movie? I forget what, what that one's called. Oh, from Dust to Dawn. From Dust to Dawn, because that changes completely in the middle. It totally does completely. But I loved it. Yeah, that that one. It's still because it you were kind of being set up for it all the way through, where yeah. it's. It's going to be violent and dark and disturbing. Yeah. And now it's violent and dark and disturbing with vampires. Right, yeah. yeah so it, yeah. It, it really, that that didn't bother me as much. Yeah. Like, I would have liked to have seen this as it went off into, like, violent thriller territory, retain the quirkiness of the humor. Right, yeah, started, yeah. Oh, so like, they, they got rid of the quirkiness. Yeah, yeah, so I don't, I don't think it was, it, it, it didn't go all the way through the way the way it could have. But it's still, it's a fun movie. It's, like I said, it's it's really well cast. It's it's. It's uh, decently put together, just with some tonal issues. Um, it's one of those movies if you see on an airplane, you know, it's like, oh, I wonder what this movie is like. It's definitely a good pick. And Melanie for, um, Linsky, she plays the the lead. Yes, yeah, and she does a fantastic job. Um, so it's definitely worth a view for sure. And I believe you can uh, check it out on streaming right now. Ooh, all right, mm-hmm. let's do I that. Might do um, we that have another right sponsor. Now. Can you believe it? We what? have two sponsors, two sponsors in, in an episode. Oh, this is we're this making never some money. Happens. Two guests and two sponsors in one show. Yeah, we wanted to double everything up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you people are so lucky oh, right now. Oh God, is it a mattress? So it is not. Oh, it is not it's a mattress. So close. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, you can put these on a mattress. <laughs> this They're is Mac Weldon. Yeah, this is a new sponsor. And Mac Weldon, the thing about Mac Weldon is what I like about them is if you go to MacWeldon.com, they don't have a ton of stuff. It's men's clothing. But what I like about it is like have Basic. a couple things, do it right. Like have like the best sweatpants you have. Yeah, shirts. sweatpants, underwear, shirts, I got socks, underwear and socks. Yeah, hoodies, sweatpants, and um, there's even a line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial, which means they eliminate odor. <laughs> 
I didn't get those. Yes. I just got the regular. You didn't get the antimicrobial I did not. Clothes? That's maybe I no? should have. Okay. Well, next time. Next time I will. And I got some fancy socks. I don't have a lot of fancy <laughs> socks. But today I was putting on a pair. Uh, they don't sell these, but a pair of Batman socks that uh, one of my nephews gave me for my birthday. And I was like, you know what? I need some fancy, more fancy socks. Can I see? Have you ever yeah. used the word fancy and Batman sock? All in the same sentence. See, that's a, wow, okay. those are actually the kind Batman would wear. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah, were, yeah. Exactly. When he's just casual around yeah. the house, yeah. you know what I mean? That's what he wears. Those are Bruce Wayne socks. That's what he wears. <laughs> that would be such a giveaway. Yes. <laughs> oh, Bruce. Why is Bruce Wayne always wearing Batman yeah, socks? He's weird. Oh, man, yeah. I can't believe I put those on this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so hungover. <laughs> so, uh, Mac Weldon is, is really, uh, it makes great gifts. There's uh-huh. a lot of great stuff to check out, but you, you really want to uh, check it out it's uh they're really nice clothes but like graham said there's uh there's a lot of fancy socks i was looking through the site and uh there is a fair amount of fancy socks i got there. some i got yeah. some like royal blue mm-hmm. fancy socks that are coming because i usually just wear black t-shirts and black jeans i'm gonna you're gonna see an, a fancy blue sock pop in there pretty soon but now i'm know, sure a lot of people are looking at my ankles do you think we're gonna let our fans <laughs> <And> today yeah <laughs> Dino and Leah, do you think you're going to let our fans? Do you think we're going to let our fans pay full price? No, no we're not savages. You no. kind of look like you would. No, <laughs> really, really. Oh, sorry, Chris does. Completely Chris wrong. Does. Well, yeah, prove yeah. me wrong here. It's true, I would. Yeah, <laughs> I don't um, believe it. But you could go to macweldon.com and get twenty percent off using the coupon code Nerds. That is macweldon. M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N dot com. Get 20% off using the promo code NERDS. Fancy up your feet. Yeah, you should. Hashtag that. Make your ankles shine. Fancy up your feet. (laughs) (laughs) So let's do it. Let's go into some trailers. Okay. Now, this one actually, I think, terrified you when we saw the the It trailer. The It trailer. Yeah, you're kind of a pussy, right? Yeah, I am totally a pussy when (laughs) it comes to this stuff. That didn't scare me at all. I was totally creeped out. Clowns are mankind's greatest evil. In a sewer? Clowns in a sewer. Clowns in a sewer? All I saw was like a cul-de-sac in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Those are terrifying. But I maybe I'm jaded because you know I what live those Hollywood here. kids are like. Yeah, that's They're true. All spoiled on their <laughs> Yeah, I, I love the fact that the trailer was really trying to tap into Stranger Things. Oh like, yeah, it's yeah. Like, it yeah. Was like, oh, is this a Stranger yeah, Things true. trailer with a clown monster? The music was yeah. definitely a little mm-hmm. contrived. They're on bikes. They're in their clubhouse. They're talking about a monster. So <laughs> I'm the only one who liked the trailer. It sounds like <laughs> <laughs> you guys all hated it. None of you were. Afraid. I honestly I think it scared. did. I honestly think it did look creepy. Uh, now I've seen the original that, that was on TV years ago. I think it even had like Harry Anderson from Night Court in it. Oh, wow. wonder if we That's really scary. Wonder. John, That's terrifying. John Ritter, <laughs> John Ritter was in it? John Ritter, uh, John Boy from the Waltons. Oh my Whoa. God. Wow, those are some scary. I mean, is Harry Anderson doing sleight of and hand wh- magic? And, wasn't, uh, and who, who played uh, the clown? It was... Uh, that was Tim Curry. Tim Curry. Yeah, yeah. Tim Curry played the... Well, uh, that's scary. Clown. Yeah. Yeah. So That is le- legitimately scary. If Tim Curry walked into the store right now in a clown outfit, we'd all be terrified. Yeah. Because he's think like that's eight true. feet tall. Yes. Yeah. And he just had a stroke. Oh, that it's even worse. worse. That would be yeah. awful. <laughs> yeah. That'd be weird. So the nose yeah. is slightly askew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Tim. Sorry, right. Sorry Tim. Tim. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah. <laughs> wow, good recovery. Like, yeah. Like how that saved him. I wish he had a recovery. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, I, I hear he's doing good. I hear he's doing That's good. good. Yeah. So you guys, are you? Do you? I'm gonna see it. You're gonna, I'm see, gonna it. see it. Yeah. Are you, Leah see it. Dino? Are you like excited to see it? Do you have a Do you have a predisposition for like? Oh, Stephen King. I'm in. Or? No, I yeah, I don't like Stephen King usually. 
I don't. Uh, I've, I've, the Shining is the only right. movie of his I like. I I agree with Dino there. Yeah. I'm not a huge Stephen King fan, but this this uh, interests me. How many? My question is, how many movies that have been remade are really like they knock the first one out? You know what I mean? First one's usually the best. That's why I'm always a little. I don't was know. the first one the best? Was it good? Well, this was a, it was like a TV yeah. um, like yeah. miniseries. It was grainy kind of. In this case, though, listening to that all star lineup of the first one with John Boy Walton, <laughs> yeah. And the gang, like, yeah, I think I'd like to see that one now. I, I don't know. I put my money on the on the remake. Oh, really? <laughs> John, John Boy's got a real bad ponytail in this movie. Oh, in the, wow. In the TV movie. It's John yes. Boy with a ponytail. Mm-hmm. That yep. sounds fantastic. Doesn't he become an agent or something? He's got some weird... Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got a... Yeah, or is he a, a samurai and it's like a top knot? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that does his, would be great. Does his birthmark bleed? <laughs> As he fights the, uh, yeah. the, 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 the Chinese clown dragon in the sewer. <laughs> That'd be great. I'd see that. So, all right, the next movie is War for the Planet of the Apes. Spoiler alert, uh, humans lose. Yeah. What? So, <laughs> yeah. Um, now, these movies, I, I don't understand it, but I love it, where they're way better than they ever, I ever thought they would yeah, be. Yeah, I love these, these movies, movies, actually. Yeah. And they're like, Who oh, thought? When yeah, you, when, when you first heard the idea, oh, we're going to do Planet of the Apes prequels, it's like, eh, come well, on. Well, you know, but I th- mean, they're great, though. Yeah, the Tim Burton one sucked. Right. But all these yes. are exactly we what you want. We don't count that one. They're exactly what you want. Was that the one with Marky Mark? Yeah, but that was more of a, wasn't that more of a, a reboot, reboot kind of that yeah, one? The Tim Burton well, this one? is kind Bring of a reboot, too, of the, you know. Well, these, of, are all, these are all prequels. Yeah. That lead up to, like, the first right, which uh, movie. Right, which is what they had there. They they had prequels back in, in the day, in the in the 70s. They, uh, like, how many, I wonder, originally, like, how many did they make? There was five. Uh, there was, there was five. I remember, because they had uh, Monkey, series, Monkey right? Week in Chicago. Yeah. And, <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Monday through Friday, we saw all of them. Now, I, yeah. I would love to see these movies, um get to where Planet of the Apes is and then go past them. Like, like yeah. It's like almost like what they did with Star Wars. All right, we've gotten all the prequels now, War for the Planet of the Apes. Now let's let's tell the story of after, like uh, like an old tale or somewhere. And, uh, yeah, you, you want know, to see the cycle, the whole cycle. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I would love to see if they, uh, if they get pulled That's out. what I loved about the old, you know, um, it was a phenomenon at the time because like all these uh, Planet of the Apes movies from the 60s and 70s, each um, each sequel got less and less money, which right. they don't do anymore. Yeah, no. they, so they, they had they lower and lower budgets, and, and they got yeah. worse and worse. But and they kind of had interesting ideas in all of them, and I, I think they're doing it right this time. Like the know, Doomsday so. Machine, remember well, the, that? The machine that would just destroy the planet. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that was the, the second one. Yeah. That's yeah. a great point is because those movies, even as you say, the sequels got less and less money, and they, as a result, there was a lot of hokiness to them. At their core, their essence was always this great social commentary. Yeah. Yes. Well, that, that's what I saw until in this trailer. They went sh- right. Until they when went I was shopping. watching this trailer and all the like the the white trash guys, I'm like, too soon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is the, it's like, the uh, this is like Trump. Now era. this is pro post Trump. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. When you see Woody Harrelson shaving his head, don't you immediately think Matthew McConaughey fighting dragons? When that with that rain, I of think fire Colonel movie. Kurtz. I, I, I don't, I don't Same know exact, that like, reference. Crazy. I'm, I just oh my god, it was, it was so it's hilarious. True Detective is that True Detective? No, never mind. No, it was rain a Rain of, of Fire, fire yeah. was a a movie where it just it was almost like the same shot where it's just he's uh, Matthew McConaughey is completely bald. Oh, okay. And then, but instead of apes, it's dragons. He's funny, but he's like out of his mind. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I'm I'm I think uh, Robert De Niro in Taxi Driver. So. Yes, oh, okay. <laughs> which is where they all reference. got it from. Yeah, very true. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited to see this mm-hmm. movie. Uh, I'm again, I'm I'm excited and surprised 
that whenever another of these movies comes out because they've entertained each one has entertained me. They're yeah. they're, mm-hmm. they're always entertaining and they always make uh, they take them seriously. They take seriously. They take the world seriously. They're not just like mm-hmm. oh let's just do some CG mm-hmm. you know fighting right. with animals or whatever. And mm-hmm. it's and it always you always leave these movies asking like great questions about humanity and who created this and is this you know I, I love. It, it, they're big budget, but they they're smart, right. and yeah. and what they've done with the mocap, as we've talked about, the you know the, it's increased. It's, it's it's gotten better every movie too. I mean, the, this movie stars. I mean, I could, a guy, a mocap guy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's much. the star of the uh-huh. film, and it's impressive. I mean, I, 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 could I do hate action the, movies, and I like these. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could do without the on the nose. Like I know that's like notes from the studio on the trailers, like. It really will be a planet of the apes. Yeah, you know? right. yeah. I'm like, no, we don't. We know this is a, <laughs> this is a case that. where, like, yeah. if I hadn't, if I didn't already like this these movies and this franchise, I would have watched this trailer and gone. Hmm. But I know, like, ah, it'll, this movie will be better than the trailer right. they yeah. showed us. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah and, and to, to go to your your point, Dino, about the action, it's. They're not doing big action scenes just for the sake of them. Yeah, like they always have a specific point, and they're showing sort of. The human race's downfall with being militarized, like there's and there's a bunch of monkeys in the action sequences. Yeah, they're yes. awesome fights. They're just yeah. Yeah. cool. Yeah. It's Great like fight nuts. sequences. <laughs> it's, yeah. So, um, so now, Dino and Leah, what kind of movies do you guys really like? Like, do you uh, do you like seek out? I know you guys are very busy. You don't have time to go to the movie theaters that often. What what do you seek out and go see? Well, I was just gonna say not to complain or anything, but for the last four years, I haven't seen very many movies. It's because you've been, <laughs> I've been working so hard on this book that everyone needs. Trent, uh, I like tragedy Trent. with music. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. I don't. Know. I like I like character studies, like the movie mm-hmm. you, you said. You were yeah, talking yeah. about. I'm, I don't feel at home with this world that. anymore, for sure. Yeah, I like I like movie. slow movies. You know, I like Bergman. I like, um, you know, I, I like I, I like slow movies. I want to see like that ca- one, Birdman. Oh, Birdman! I said Bergman, like oh. Ingmar Bergman. Oh, <laughs> Bird, Bird, Birdman was a good movie. Yeah, <laughs> it was a character study, right? Is it an actor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was great. What's Quality. your favorite Bergman movie? Uh, I think. Oddly enough, it's uh, it's the first one I, I ever saw, which is Winter Light. Really? Yeah. Now that is a slow yeah. movie. But it just, it's just, I don't know, it hits home for me. I don't know why. Well, when, when just are, about a priest who's losing his oh, religion. Yeah. You know? His faith, everything. His faith, yeah. and, and that one, you can really see when Igmar Bergman makes winter a character yeah it's literally everything it's so bleak, bleak it's exactly dark. what i want yeah. from bergman yeah yeah it is exactly. it's uh that's like he didn't the, do a lot of rom-coms yeah turns uh-huh. out. i mean you know he he actually did do some comedies back mm-hmm. in his early you know like um not rom-coms probably but like screwball <laughs> comedies you know mm-hmm. early on but winter uh, light is a great movie yeah and it's one where you really need a lot of patience for and there's even monologues, people talking into the camera yeah. about them losing their Real faith big and... close-ups. And... Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's not afraid of a close-up, that guy. Uh, Fanny and Alexander is kind of the opposite. It's kind of a, a funny and dark movie. Have you seen that one? I've seen the TV version. Years the TV version is like that's hours and yeah, hours, hours and hours, hours long. Yeah. They're that's, both good it, in different ways. It's a weird mix. Like the TV version is like there's some comedy, there's drama, yeah. there's some horror in it. Yeah, with some horror, ghosts definitely. And, yeah. But what's the difference between that and the TV version? The, the, the movie, the, version, the movie version? version. Well, yeah. you know, it's just more compact, and uh-huh. it probably doesn't stray. I can't remember what which one has which, mm-hmm. but it probably doesn't stray as much in 
the genres, you know, right? In some ways, but uh, I but think it's we the, might have to do a themed episode at some point, just big Igmar Bergman movies. Yeah, <laughs> lose your whole audience. Yeah, <laughs> there's nine people out there that really want to hear this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this episode was brought to you by Dino, I guess. <laughs> I, uh, he's paying for this. So. Well, Leah, let me ask you this: What movies did you like growing up? What types? Okay, yeah. So I so what this... in, to get you to become an uh, an artist. Nothing really. I mean, Nintendo got me into art, so, <laughs> so it's, it's totally different. But um, no, I was just actually watched over the holidays. Uh, so I used to love uh, my family. I mean, I'm from New York, so it was they had their pretty influence like, comedically. My family loved movies like uh, by Neil Simon plays, you know, that are adapted to movies. So I was just I just saw recently um, the Gold, the Sunshine Boys. Have you? Have oh, you it's seen great. That? Yeah, isn't that a great one? I showed that. Uh, to Andy Dick once because I said, hey, we're kind of like the Sunshine Boys because we were a comedy team in Chicago and I kind of look like Walter Matthau and he kind of <laughs> looks like George Burns. <laughs> and he started getting mad at me when Walter Matthau was being an asshole to George, to, to George Burns. He's like, I hate you. I'm like, come on, it's just a movie and it's not really us. He was getting mad at me because of our avatars. <laughs> but he's crazy. No. Andy Dick? <laughs> come on. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's sorry. A, that's accurate, though. I mean, yeah. But that's uh, a great movie. Yeah, it's really uh, those old kind of movies. Mm-hmm. Uncle Buck is another one. Oh yeah, the, the, the movies, John Candy version. Yeah, I not mean the remake. Oh, there's a remake. There's a remake. Oh no! Oh, it's it's right in line with what you said. Yeah, yeah. stick with the original. Right. Yeah. <laughs> not gonna even look. Who played Uncle Buck in the remake? Aaron. Well, we'd have to go to the uh, um, go to the computer for that. Mike Epps. It was a TV oh. show. Okay. Oh, it was a TV show. It was a TV show, yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Wow. Oh, okay. Oh, right. Not as bad. My God, it was the black version. <laughs> oh. Okay, um, but uh, yeah, there's a there's a handful of movies that I don't I don't know how how many times you've watched a movie before where you just have watched it so many times you inadvertently memorize the entire thing and all the dialogue and mm-hmm. everything. So yeah, those movies are like a Dumb and Dumber, Uncle Buck. Um, um, uh, Monty Python, the Holy Grail. Yes, nice. Um, uh, Sunshine Boys. Those are the only ones I can think of. Outstanding. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So, all right, we'll talk about what's coming out on DVD and Blu-ray. Uh, two very different movies: Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Um, if you listen to this podcast, you've already seen it. I haven't seen it. That's cool. So, I liked uh, it. Did, did you, you know what? It's are you a Star Wars fan? I saw the first two. Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Mm. Do you never sure. saw Return of the Jedi? No. I, I saw a little bit of it in a bar. Mm-hmm. It's pretty awkward. M- pretty muppety. Pretty muppety. Pretty muppety. Then you know what? I think I'm. I think I, like I'm sorry. One. I'm a little you... uppity when it's muppety. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you would like Rogue One. Yeah. Yeah. You it's, don't really. It, need... it is a prequel to the first one. Yeah. And you in don't the really best need to sense. know a lot. I said I saw them. Yeah. I didn't say I liked them. Yes. <laughs> Do you like What's all this fiction? You know what bullshit? I liked? I liked the first one until they went out into space. Then I was like, boring. <laughs> like when they were in the desert, that was cool. I like that stuff. I like camping. <laughs> three moons. Yeah, the three like moons. <laughs> this has some camping. But, yeah, but I was in, like, then they're, they're, you know, they're in the space and it's like everything looks the same. It's like a video game. Yeah. You're gonna love these movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I really recommend them it's for you. Really, you should see all. You should see Gravity. You're yes. gonna really love. Gravity. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, Jesus. See the Martian. I liked 2001: Space Odyssey, but you know, I like boring things. 
Yeah. So, oh, so these were too fast. These movies. Probably. Yeah, I'm. Okay. I'm. Yeah. I'm an old man. I like things slowing. Down. I got. I got confused when I watched the Godfather. See. Like, why is he shooting him now? Here's it. <laughs> the I, I, Godfather. I, I, too fast. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> now he's getting dead. <laughs> I thought they were family. <laughs> I'm trying to think Who's of this. Carlo? <laughs> I'm trying to think of the slowest movie I've ever seen. The, ori- oh, the original the Russian Solaris. Oh. Wow. Well, have you seen uh, the the uh, Turin horse? No. Yeah, that that may be the slowest movie. It's just about. So should we swap? Yeah. You see, yeah. you see the original Russian Solaris. Yes. I'll see the what is it called? The Turin. The horse? Turin horse. Yeah. Turin horse. I forget who the uh, it's Bellatar. I think. So what is it like to see who can go the longest without like looking at their watch or, or their phone shutting it or off? Sh- yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you, what's the contest here? I don't know. I mean, I, I'm just going to watch it for fun. I, yeah. That's how I have fun. <laughs> I like when things don't move. I want to see if I can I, get I'm into it. animation and my favorite thing to do in animation is have the characters not move. <laughs> I love it. They just sit there catatonic and depressed. (laughs) Is that the soundtrack for Trent? You saw Moral Oral? There's there's a whole scene in the Christmas episode where the the mother- moving, yeah. Yeah, we just set the puppet there and got different angles of her. Yeah. Looking, she was just catatonic. You come from the Igmar Bergman School of Animation. Yeah, I do. (laughs) That's fantastic. It was oral light. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so uh, the other movie is Office Christmas Party. Um, I love when a title tells you exactly what the movie is going to be. This movie was not good. Uh, <laughs> this was not a good movie. Isn't this it the was perfect the, sort of just sort of rental watch online, just kind of a couple no, fun scenes? No, it was. It wasn't. Why even would that you waste good. your life like that? It was good. Every once in a while, there's something we take a hit for just for the audience. (laughs) And that was one of them. Like, all right, I'm going to take a hit for this one. I went in thinking, all right, well, maybe there'll be a couple fun scenes. But it was that typical, total, like, written and directed by committee, studio, comedy. Put, okay, put a gross out scene. Put a, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, big set piece uh, funny scene. Put. This here with and these then, same but, five yeah. actors that are in every yeah comic. yeah yeah and then uh, and just have everyone walk through everything and uh, it was like watching people at work like you know how if you watch someone at a bank count money it was like watching actors go to work like in this movie oh yeah, like now you're it. in a scene yeah, yeah no, it's not you. not a good movie I've just uh, saved anyone who is thinking okay. on the fence about it although Turin Horse is just about a guy like having a farm <laughs> yeah <laughs> and not doing anything but uh, way more interesting than these idiots making sounds, off yeah. his Christmas party right? I think so. Yeah. The mm-hmm. over-the-top comedy that's impossible, uh, but I don't know, just unrealistic, but it's in a realistic setting. Uh, it sounds crappy. Yeah. Wasn't good. It was bad. So, Thanks, Chris. Thanks so, for saving us yeah. all time. <laughs> You're welcome. I was on the fence, like, oh, maybe it's there's some yeah. dumbness I could just sort of watch. No. I feel like it's the kind of movie I would turn off after what you said. Yeah. I would turn it off on a plane. Yeah, you would. I'd be like, sure. I can't even yeah. watch this. And one it's got track. people we like in it too. I love <laughs> right. Michael. You know, uh, J- uh, I love um, T.J. Miller's, Miller's in it. Yeah, Kate McKinnon. Oh, wow. is great. McKinnon yeah, and uh, um, do you guys are with oh, Bateman? What's his name? Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. He's in. It's just yeah. Like oh, why isn't this better? Oh, that's why. Do you guys remember the first movie you've walked out of? Oh, Broadcast wow. news. Really? Yeah. You know, wow. do you still not like it? I haven't seen it again in a long time. It's really good. I, I think I might have been too young oh, to okay. really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's really yeah, good. That movie's good. Um, yeah. Mine was The First Family with Bob Newhart and Gilda Radner. Oh, that's such a bad film. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. That Where was he's... the first time 
I ever thought there was a bad movie. Like I was, you know, right. Every time I'd go to the movies, I'd like, yeah, have a great time. Right. This was the first time. This is moving a little too fast for me, but I'm enjoying <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> that scene where Bob Newhart's moving the mannequin, waving oh, outside right. of the yeah. presidential limo. Yeah. Oh God, that movie's bad. Yeah, it's the worst movie ever. So, Saturday uh, the Fourteenth was the one I walked out of. Oh uh, my gosh, I remember that with Richard Benjamin. Yeah, Richard Benjamin. Oh yeah, I remember that movie. That was the uh, the quote spoof of horror movies. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Probably came a little after Young Frankenstein or something. Yeah. Not not, not a good movie. But. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys Did you guys see Chef with um yeah. um what's his name John John Favreau Yeah. Yeah. I walked out. I'm you sorry. walked out. I know well, it was really good. Drugs. It was good. He's and he's awesome. But you just had to pee. Yeah, <laughs> I had to pee, but, but I didn't go back. We <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just so. went to the lobby and we're like, yeah. eh, I can, uh, I well, it was just too long. I just remember that mm-hmm. it was like dragged out. It was mm-hmm. unnecessary at the end. I'm like, okay, this is everything tied up too perfect at the end with a bow. Right. So I was like, all right, I'm, I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. Don't feel he's bad. Great, though. It wasn't my movie. Yeah. yeah. Who was who was the uh, who was in that movie? Uh, John Leguizamo's in it. Like there was like some big star who played his boss or something. Oh, uh, um, not De, not De Niro. No, no, uh, uh, Tony uh, Stark. Uh, Robert Mrs. Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. No, 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 no. no. It's uh, um, the guy who played Tootsie. What's his name? Oh, Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're all in it though. Robert Downey Jr. Is he Dustin Hoffman? They all get. He calls in all these favors because oh, he's right. director. The you know he's a big time director. Right. Yeah. That's the other thing. You don't feel bad about him. He's a He's a he'll, be, he'll be okay. He yeah. to directed Iron no, Man. Let's not worry about. Him. Yeah, yeah, he's doing all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, want to talk about the uh, site spotlight? The weekly film news is back. Uh, Neil had a bit of a hiatus, but he is back now. There's a lot of great things in there. And CJ reviews Colossus and Ghost in the Shell, and you want to check out those reviews because Colossus actually comes out this weekend. Um, so, I want to go over a couple uh, fan feedback we got from Will Leonard on uh, Facebook. And uh, a couple fans put some fun stuff in there, and I want to read uh, what they what they put in there. So um, here, this is oh, where is it? Notifications. I'm going through my app. Um, so uh, Will Leonard uh, gave a suggestion, uh, gentlemen. I would like to take a moment and offer an independent horror that I think both of you might enjoy. It's called The Black Coat's Daughter. It just got released, and you all should check it out. So we put a link in there. It's on the uh, the Facebook um, fan page, The Black Coat's Daughter. I'm going to check, check it out. Yeah. Thank you for the recommendation, Will. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Elise Ilana Perez, we were talking about <laughs> the Power Rangers, how there was a young Zac Efron. Right. And she was like... This is she goes. It's a Zach Efron Efron light, and uh, it was distracting the whole time. She, she was watching Power <laughs> Rangers the whole time. Going, is that Zach Efron? Right? Is that his yeah. brother? Is that it his, literally looks mm, exactly like, like him. I think that's like yeah. did they just get an off-brand Zach yeah. Efron? That's what we've talked about. That yeah. So thank you, Elise and Will. For and this. also, we want to talk about uh, if you really want to give fan feedback to the Patreon page, we're going to be doing a weekly poll, mm-hmm. uh, and to get access to that, all you have to do is it's the two dollar level. Two dollar levels and above, mm-hmm. you give. Mm-hmm. access to the patreon only posts and mm-hmm. so we just did a um a poll last week what, what summer movie what summer movies you excited to, to? And we're going to do uh, some different ones so you got to go to the link is on our page and on the, yes. the facebook page and all that so for little as two dollars a month you can help support the show and we've already raised like over 500 bucks yeah it's great you guys have been really supportive and we uh we really need the help like we said to uh grow the company 
and uh, we can't do it without you. So thank you again. And more content. And, you know, we've gotten some great suggestions on, you know, we're going to do a a monthly uh, patron only uh, podcast episode and we're going to do some cool stuff with that. Yep. um, So what, what that money does is help us put out more actual content for you guys yes um and hire more people and stuff and like we're that. almost at the two uh spoiler we're almost at the first goal which is a thousand a thousand we're, a month we're closing in on 600 once we get to a thousand we'll be able to do two spoiler eps a month in addition yes. to the regular show so don't go see shitty movies like office christmas party yeah let us spoil it <laughs> for you yes and uh, talk about how bad it is like we did with passengers because i know a lot of you just listened to that episode and didn't go see it That's as well you should have we're bullet sponges. Yes. <laughs> and uh, talk about coming out this week, The Case for Christ. I actually I had to look this one up. Wow. Like, what is They're all movie? starting on the defense, these yes. people. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and that's literally what it is. It's an atheist who goes on a, uh, um, like, does like a procedural investigation in the case for finding Christ. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So it's an atheist trying to, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I did a lot of reading on the uh, the historic Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, there's very little, little about him, mm. but uh, yeah. It's more on Iggy Pop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're the same age. Yeah. They are. <laughs> same abs. Same abs. They look great with yeah. their shirt on. They're really good looking guys, yeah. both of them. Um, going in style, this is the next movie. This looks like a- um, Is it a remake? Uh, no, but it, it feels- Wasn't like, that the George Burns yeah. bank heist movie? Yeah, like and, old guys and yeah. Art Carney. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. so maybe it is a remake maybe, then. Yeah. yeah, and it, it really feels a little bit like uh, like an old person- Hell or high water, where they're robbing the bank that like right. El- elderly money. Ocean's Eleven. And elderly Ocean's again, yes. <laughs> oh, it's a real who's, So who's in it? It's uh, is it Morgan Freeman? Morgan, Morgan Freeman, Michael Caine, and um, Arkin. Yeah. Alan oh Arkin, wow. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Right. Zach Braff I'm, directing. Still going? Zach Braff directing. Really? That's curious. I'm All right. A, now I'm a little more interested. I'm a little intrigued. Mm-hmm. I might see that. So, and the next is Smurfs, The Lost Village. Um, if you oh, have no. children, there's <laughs> nothing we can do about it. You're gonna want to have to. You're gonna have to see it. Um, <laughs> thankfully, my kids are still one behind, so we we're still probably see Power Rangers instead. Uh, now, this next movie, though, I want to talk about it. Colossal looks like a really fascinating, interesting movie. This is a mix of a um, rom-com slash giant monster movie oh. uh, where oh. Anne Hathaway oh, has relationships look insane. Yes. Ha- has like these weird relationship <laughs> and and issues, but then there's also a monster <laughs> destroying like Seoul, Korea, and she realizes she's linked to it. Yes. Uh, whereas she waves and then the monster waves. And oh, wow. So, um, so it looks real. What I love about a movie like this is that there's no way you could have made this movie years ago. The, the technology has progressed to the point where you can have an independent movie with giant monsters wow. in it now. So, have you seen the original Godzilla? The yeah. the one not with, with Raymond Burr, Burr? Not with Raymond Burr, the, the uncut version that was released in Japan. Have you seen it's that It's been one? a long time. Oh, man. It's a beautiful movie. Mm-hmm. Like there, it's it's almost like a Kurosawa film mm-hmm. in some way. You know, there's a whole scene where it's just a real sad song that hundreds of little girls in a school are singing. 
like a dirge. Oh, well, yeah. wow. I'm yeah. sure that has nothing to do with the uh, themes of uh, atomic bombs. Yeah, or anything. it has everything That's to do with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's a, it has that was a, the whole point of I was the movie. amazed how, how, what, what a different kind of movie it is. Because with uh-huh. Raymond Burr, it's like, it's different. they just cut him in there. Right. right. You know, right. like Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid with Steve mm-hmm. Martin. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. the original, that it came out at what, 52? Is it 53? Yeah, like a couple years before the Raymond Burr one. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's so, cool. So I want to mention one more thing about Colossal. Uh, the trailer really intrigued me, but CJ hated it. He thought it was absolutely terrible. So he's you can, seen you the can, whole film. You've seen the whole film. No, the review's up on the site already. Wow! So you can check it out. And that's uh, curious because, yeah, I had the same reaction you did when I, I saw the right. trailer literally last night ahead of uh, Train Spotting Two. And at first, I was like. Oh, it's some well, girl can't get her relationship together. I don't. And then there's a, a giant. And I was like, oh shit, there's a yeah. mom. Like this yeah. is awesome. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I'm really curious. I, I want to see it, and I also want to see like uh, if I agree or disagree with CJ. All right. So check it out, Colossal. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, as Graham had mentioned before, the uh, Patreon page. Make sure you uh, support us there. But uh, that is the show. That's our show. All right. Yeah. We can run out and play. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, Dino and Leah, tell us more about where we can find the book, Trent, A Light Tragedy with Music, and what else you guys got coming up. Well, you could you could find it next door, literally over here. Yes. (laughs) There's Uh, studios right next to it. We got thousands Mm -hmm. of kids. They're not going like hotcakes. So they could just knock yes, on the terrible. door with a couple get, of bucks yeah. in their hand, and yeah. you guys could figure something out. Yeah. But now we're going to give away two of these oh, yes, signed uh, by you guys in the next two people who buy the Comedy Film Nerds gift packs. We're yep. going to throw uh, one of these in each of those. Yep. I'll even put my uh, email address on so you could uh, contact me and I'll go out for drinks with you. Or they can tell you what they really think of it. No, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, you'd just rather go just get, go, out go get a couple of beers. You'll be fine. <laughs> so that they were nice enough to donate uh, two of them. We will uh, be giving those away. For and if so, two, uh, if you do buy packs. the gift packs and you do get the book, then you can also go to their website and download the soundtrack. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Trentmusical.com. Nice. Do you want to talk? Do you when you talk about it? Do you tell people what it's really about, or do you want to just keep it? Now would be a good time. You can tell them if you want. What, this part of it? Go ahead. I don't care. (laughs) Okay. Well, I mean, the the core, Trent is a baby that does die, but it's it's not necessarily comedy. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's weird that the guy that likes Bergman would. (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. Is it bleak? I don't know. So I mean, you know, when I when I when I put this on in Chicago as a play, uh, a lot of uh, like uh, our, our parents came to see it and older people, and they liked it. They they thought it was a sweet story, actually. So here, I'll read uh, what famous people more talented than me said about it. Trent is trenchant, funny, disturbingly and unremittingly strange. How it results in something so touching is anyone's guess. Maybe it's the singing. Charlie Kaufman. Oh, there you there go. You That's go. a nice endorsement. Um, and then I'll skip. Andy Richter says nice things. Bob Odenkirk. Dana Carvey says, halfway through, bold, original, painfully real, I'll finish tomorrow. <laughs> Never finished. <laughs> and then the last one, uh, David Cross says, I'm not sure who this would appeal to. <laughs> so you know. Thank you, David Cross. Yeah. <laughs> I told him. I, I, I told all of them I'll print whatever they say. And if they don't like it, I'll print it still. 
So, <laughs> uh, so you know, you guys be the judge. Sweet. All yeah. right. All right. And where can people find you guys? What do you guys else have coming up on the, uh, internet, on the internet? Social medias. Anything? I'm constantly on Twitter at at Leah Tishone, so it's my name. It's yeah. Yeah, I'm on Facebook, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just started a band at the age of 52 called Sorry About Everything, and uh, <laughs> we just recorded, name. and we got uh, we got an album coming out, and uh, uh, I'm sure no one will buy it. But uh, when we'll what are you playing? Where are you anywhere we can see you? We usually play next door. <laughs> <laughs> Starburns Industries. <laughs> Go by, see him play, get a book. Well, this is this yeah. is this is why we got the album together. We're going to release it, and then hopefully, you know, we'll get some gigs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm outstanding. Like, let, com- let us know. I, I changed my career. You know, will there be a companion graphic novel to the album? Uh, the, yeah, I mean, yes. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. All right, thanks, guys. Thank you, guys, so much for being on the show. Thank you. Um, Guys, the earbuds, you've been buying it. It's been great. Yes. Still more of you who need to buy it that yes, listen to the show. But please continue. Please mm-hmm. continue. As we said, we just signed a distribution deal with Comedy Dynamics. Yes. And so- it, Is that the first time we've actually announced them? It is. Yeah. Comedy Dynamics uh, was also New Wave Cinemas, the parent company. And uh, we were, de- actually, we're delivering today. We're delivering everything today. Mm-hmm. So it'll be out wider for you but really, you guys need to buy it directly from us. Yes. The wider is for that helps the, us more for the for the, <laughs> for the people that don't yeah. haven't been listening. There's to not us. a thousand different percentages that come out when you buy it directly <laughs> from uh, comedyfilmnerds.com. Um, but yeah, so we'll have more information on on earbuds going wide and all that other stuff. So that yes. was that was a pretty cool. Um, and we also are now consultants on Laughable, which is this app that yes. you can listen to a bunch of different. Um, it's t- kind of taking iTunes to the next level in terms for of comedians. for comedians. It's very comedy specific. So if you want to listen to, just type in Chris Mancini. You can see all the shows that Chris has been on. And then it, they're they're also doing really cool stuff on the back end of giving us as podcasters data showing when people listen more or less when right. they drop off. And right. You get a lot of really great um, uh, data. And that's the part that you just mentioned that I loved about it the most. Like you type in a comedian's name, you get their podcast, but also when they guest on other podcasts, mm-hmm. it shows up. And then it goes into their tour dates. It's integrated into their merch right. and albums and all that. So it's stuff. a great app. It's really so cool check app. it out. Check it it's out. It's free. Oh, can I plug a yeah, yeah, podcast please, please do. on another network? What's your podcast? Uh, it's called Skull Juice with Andy Dick mm-hmm. on the Feral <laughs> Network. And, uh, yeah, it's just us. Andy usually comes in. He might be drunk. He might not be. Um, <laughs> How often do you record? Uh, once a week. Mm-hmm. So we're going to record uh, tomorrow, I think. Do you record <laughs> next door as well? Um, <clears throat> yeah, next door. You know what? Uh, my, you know what's happening to my voice right now? <laughs> Andy, uh, uh, let me explain this to you. <clears throat> I'm on the master cleanse day three, and I just got some uh, cayenne pepper in my throat. <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna Head, start crying in a second. Heads up on the master cleanse, guys. Why yeah, 21 days. 21 days. Good I'm gonna go for it. I can't. I'm do on it. day three right now. It's right. a good. <laughs> but I do it. No, I, I do it every year. I love it. That's good. Yeah. So yeah, skull juice. <laughs> <Thank Yes. you>. <laughs> <laughs> Leah, any cleanses you want to announce? You no help tips no or... cleanses. No. I can't believe I didn't talk about the cleanse. The whole that's all that's on my mind. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Igmar Bergman. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. You're good, Leah? Yeah, yeah I'm pretty good. All right. I, yeah. She's, yeah, look at this. She's, she's, she's a skinny. Mm-hmm. What magazine do you work for? I work for Sky and Telescope magazine. It's an astronomy magazine. So I nice. do, you know, graphics and illustrations for them. Oh, cool. Awesome. Yeah, that's fun. That's a good, if you like astronomy and you, you want to look at the sky mm-hmm. with a guide, buy it. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> And do a master cleanse. Like, do you get the whole thing. Do a master cleanse. <laughs> it makes you cry. <laughs> well, that's our show, ladies that and is. gentlemen. Um, we want to thank uh, Leah and Dino for being on the show. Check out their Thanks. book, Trent, by the first, the next two Comedy Film Nerds gift packs. You'll get an autographed copy. Thank you to Aaron and everybody here at ATC. We love recording in the studio. We've been recording in the studio yeah. like a month now. It's, it's been, been awesome. Great. It's been great. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, go to the Patreon page, and we'll start dropping the YouTube clips that we've been recording that we can't yep. afford to edit. Yep, that's uh, that will coming up. We got it very soon. That is that's goal two. Goal two. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you so much for listening. My name is Graham Miller. and I'm Chris Mancini. And as always, remember, Han, Han shot first, bleak, cleanse.